2019, new year, new me. We're not setting any resolutions. I mean, honestly, how many times did you actually use the LA Fitness membership last year? Think about it. back to the podcast this is the first one of the new year and I'm so 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 excited one thing that I really really got as a really nice Christmas present this year was the fact that the podcast has now been accepted by Apple and you can get it in the iTunes store yay yay yes yes thank you thank you thank you I do what I can I do it for you I do it all for you anywho I Amidst that really, really big revelation, I'm so excited to bring you guys back this time into volume two of the Me and a Mike podcast. And this time I'm going to do things a little bit differently. Last year when I really got the podcast, really, really started and kind of got more consistent with it. A lot more consistent than I've been over the year before 2017. Um, But this year I wanted to kind of do something different. I used to actually write out scripts for the podcast Um, this year I'm actually going to go straight off the cuff. So let me know if you can tell the difference (laughs) or if you like the difference. Um, the first thing that I do is kind of like an outline for myself. So I do have notes in front of me on exactly what I want to talk about just so I don't go like down the normal Mickey path and like down a tangent about something for 20 minutes. Um, but again, let me know if you enjoy me just literally writing a script so I don't get off track or if you guys like me just literally pow pow shooting from the hip. Anyway, let's get started. So New Year's resolutions. It's a new year. It's the first podcast of the new year. So I wanted to talk to you guys about resolutions. I hate setting New Year's resolutions. And I only got that way after I turned 30. So after I turned 30, I really kind of realized like every single year, I would always set these huge, giant resolutions for myself. I was always going to lose 900 pounds. I was always going to learn how to speak French, Spanish, and sign language. I was always going to travel the world. And I was going to start with Australia. I was always going to do these huge great things. Not that that motivation couldn't be there. It might be that might help you push yourself up out the door, but I wouldn't stick to them. And think about it. Whenever you've made these huge, big, giant, unrealistic resolutions that you're supposed to accomplish in 12 months time, do you ever really do it? Eh, You might be better than me. But anyway, I decided this year that I was going to do intention instead. So no more resolutions, just what is my main intention for this year? Now, one thing that I do every single year since I turned 21 is every single year I actually give myself a word, a theme for that year. You want it to be something that's positive. You want it to be something that's kind of like a driving motivation for you for pretty much every decision that you make and pretty much every action that you take. Really, really ask yourself, does it contain this? This is what I'm striving for this year. If I do this, will I be in my theme? If I don't do this, will I still be in my theme? And again, as long as your theme is focused on positivity and making you a better person than you were before, then there's no doubt that using it as the basis or the foundation of your decision making won't put you on the wrong path. So I give you examples, a couple of examples of what my themes have been over the years. So this year, you know what? I hold off on that. So a couple of years ago, one of my themes was metamorphosis. 
the year I turned 30 was my metamorphosis year. I was leaving my 20s and transitioning into like an actual woman. You know, at 18, it's like, I'm grown, clapping your hands and snapping your neck and all this jazz. But really, I feel like the grown switch really comes on at 30. Everything that your mom, your parents told you, it starts to settle. You start to take off those glasses of naivety that you've had from youth and adolescence, and you really start to look at the world for what it really is. Usually, if you're not on track, you've probably set some sort of goal for yourself by 30. And if you're not on track, sometimes it kicks you into high gear. If you're not on track, sometimes for other people, it becomes like, eh, where I am is probably where I'm going to be. And they settle in that. I didn't want to do that. So I wanted it to be my metamorphosis year, my year of change. Again, that transition from one age box to another, but also my mind. Everything transformed when I turned 30. Literally everything. The year I turned 30, I got a new job. I entered a new age bracket. I entered a new tax bracket. I moved. So I had a new address. I got a new car. I got a new man and I lost that man in the same year. Isn't that crazy? But again, 2016, that was that year of change, that metamorphosis from that caterpillar to that beautiful butterfly that you now see in front of you. 2017 was a little bit harder on me. I had just gone through a really bad breakup. And so I needed something to kind of pull me out of it. And I went through that breakup at the very end of 2016. So I really wanted to pull myself out and give myself a theme of real positivity, something to uplift me in the next upcoming year. So my theme for 2017 was reincarnation. I was going to transform and change everything about myself. I'd already transformed naturally, but now I wanted to actually have like an intended transformation. I wanted to transform everything about myself, professionally, emotionally, physically, everything about myself. And I hit a huge wall in 2017. 2017 was a hard year. It was a hard year financially. It was a hard year physically. I gained a lot of weight after my breakup. It was a hard one emotionally. It was just hard. I hated my job at the time. I literally was like fighting every single day with my family. I didn't have a relationship anymore, so I was depressed. And I jumped into that depression with my love of food. I really recoiled into myself, which means that my sorority sisters didn't see me as much. My friends didn't see me as much. And my family, when they saw me and we weren't arguing, was literally just mandatory, obligationary. Things that I had to be at. I needed a change, right? So in 2018 was my year of transcendence. 2018, I literally got a new job, got a new guy. I moved literally across the country to a completely different state. I got a promotion at work. Everything started to change. My physical proximity from my family was able to ease some things off of our shoulders. Sometimes when you're with somebody, and you see them every day, it makes things challenging. But when you have a little bit of distance, you're able to see things more in a better light. When you have time to kind of let things soak in and again, talk things out and communicate. 
So 2018 was that year of transcendence. There were some hard times in 2018, but for the most part, I can't really complain too much about 2018. It was a little lonely. I will say that moving to a new city and a new state where I don't really have, I have a little bit of family, but not, no friends, no sorority sisters, anything like that. It was really hard, really hard. So 2019, what's my theme for 2019? Drum roll, please. Purpose. Literally, everything that I'm doing, it has to have purpose. I've been kind of obsessed with minimalism lately. So with minimalism comes this idea of, does everything in your life have a purpose? Does it bring you joy? Do you have excess? Why do you need that excess? And for the most part, I'm kind of doing it for a financial standpoint. I spend a lot of money on things that sometimes I don't use or I don't use as much or I don't use in the right way. Sometimes things are just my OCD. Like I feel like I have to have a whole set. I can't just have just one, just little things like that. So I want to make sure that I'm purposeful and I purged a lot of stuff this year at the end of last year and wanted to go into this year with only really things that either brought me joy had purpose or things that I used all the time. If not, got to go. So that's my theme for 2019. Purpose. Making sure that everything has a purpose. Whether it be me deciding to go out on a Saturday night. Whether it be me purchasing a new iPad. It's got to have purpose. Whether or not I decide to spend 20 bucks going out to eat one night. It's got to have some type of purpose. And if I do that, I think I'm going to be able to control my urge to spend on just whatever. I'd rather leave this life collecting memories than collecting material items. You know what I mean? Right. So I will say this. Now that that's my intention, I want to put it out there, um, especially when it comes to like your theme and everything. Put it out there. What's your theme? What's your word? My mentor, Dr. Sabrina, she always creates a word every year as well. So I'm excited to hear what her word for 2019 is. Now, now that you've heard my theme, I'm going to let you hear my my soundtrack or uh, my jingle for it. So literally, if for me, 2019 had a song, this would be it. Listen close. Hey. I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. Yes, yes, Missy Elliott, I'm better. That's literally my theme song going into 2019. Make sure you pick yours. So the second thing I'm going to tell you after you pick your theme and your word is pick your intention. So I put this out on my Facebook earlier today. Um, actually only like an hour or so. So I only got a few responses so far, but I thought that they were really, really good responses. And just to kind of share with you the types of things that people are thinking about when they're thinking about their intentions. So when you're thinking about your intention, really make it your main goal for that year. Okay. And we'll talk about what that aspect is, but again, think about what your main intention is, your main goal, thinking of one intention versus like a whole bunch of unrealistic resolutions is that you're able to focus on one thing that you can actually get done within 2019 from literally soup to nuts January 1 to December 31st this is what you can actually do set your intention and set it wisely 
So I'll give you an example of some intentions that people have thought about. So my aunt, <laughs> my aunt actually put that she wants to retire. That is her intention. I'm with you, auntie. I'm with you. One of my sisters says she wants to make financially sound decisions. That's one of the perfect intentions. It gives you enough of a focus so that you can narrow in exactly what your intention is. But it's also something that's gives like a foundation for you. You know what I mean? Where you can actually take that and build upon the little milestones. And again, we'll talk about what that means. So my cousin said, excel greatly in everything I do. Of course, yes. Make sure that you excel in everything that you do. Never strive for mediocrity. Ugh, mediocrity is so gross. I can't even tell you how much, how, ugh, ugh, hate mediocrity. So after you pick your intention, then we're going to go to step number three. So step number three, I want you to, I know it might sound corny, and everybody's really like on this bandwagon, but I promise you, there's a reason for it. Create a vision board. Listen, just listen to me. Create a vision board. It can be something small and portable, like something on your phone. I've actually seen people create one on the computer and they literally like take a snapshot of it and they carry it around on their phone with them so that they have it. I've seen some people put one. I've actually got one in my bloom calendar that I bought for this year off of Amazon. It has one whole section or one whole page just for you to create a vision board. So that could be something that's small and portable where you're taking it with you, if not literally every single day. But you're taking it to work. You might be taking it to church or your afternoon meetings or anything like that. Or the most popular thing that everybody does is make some sort of poster um, or make some sort of section. I, every year, I actually use one of those um, like soft bulletin boards. And I literally just post up everything that I will see for myself in that year. And creating that vision board, I think it was like in The Secret or something. Like some huge book that was on like every best times New York best times seller best list, seller list whatever but it was really envisioning yourself and like putting things out into the universe and then making them happen it's more apt to happen if you can actually visualize it for yourself and that's where the vision board comes from then we move to step number four so step number four less versus more so instead of having again these huge unrealistic goals don't be too idealistic baby steps right and give yourself somebody that's going to make you accountable or some type of method to make you accountable for sticking to your goals. So again, instead of saying, I'm going to lose 100 pounds this year, say, you know what? I'm going to eat less junk food and more healthier food. I'm going to eat less out at restaurants. I'm going to meal prep a lot more. So again, don't think about these huge goals when you have to break it down less versus more then again, it makes it a little bit easier for you. You're creating baby steps for yourself. You're creating realistic, yes, I can do this, realistic checklist that you can get done within this 12-month span. Then the last thing I want you to do is be smart. S-M-A-R-T, acronym. S, specific. M, measurable. A, attainable. R, realistic. T, time-based. So when you set a goal, don't just say, I just want to be amazing this year. Great. Focus it. So I want you to be specific. I want to focus on being or making more financially sound decisions. That's perfect. You can build upon that. I want to be healthier this year. That's more specific. You can build upon that. What do you mean by healthy? Do you want to eat better? Do you want to exercise more? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain muscle? What do you want to do? And again, you can focus it in this way. And once you have focused your attention, put your priorities and then give yourself milestones. And again, be realistic with these goals. 
you're giving yourself 12 months to accomplish them. Then one other thing I want to add in is not giving yourself too many goals. I think that's something that we kind of get away from. Three at the most. So I give you an example of this story and people go back and forth whether or not this actually is some advice that Warren Buffett gave to one of his pilots or one of his workers, employees, whatever. But it drives home the point. So I'll share with you. So there's this story that Warren Buffett allegedly the oh, not allegedly, but he is the billionaire investor. Literally, presidents call him and have conversations with him about what to do about the U.S. Treasury. He allegedly had this conversation with one of his employees and he asked him, what made you so successful? Or what's a habit that you have that I need to have to to hit these goals or to be more like you, to be more successful like you? He says, take a piece of paper and write down 20 goals that you want to accomplish. Okay, guy takes it, takes the time, writes all 20 things down. Now, I want you to circle on that same list five of the most important. Okay, takes it again of the 20 that he's listed. He circles five of them by order of priority. Now, I want you to cross out all the other 15 and only focus on the five. These five, these are your priorities. These are the things that keep you up at night. These other 15, they're distracting you from the five. If you focus on what's important, then you'll get more things done than if you're trying to focus on 20 different things at once. Mind blown. It's true. We tend to give ourselves, I want to learn Spanish. I want to learn French. I want to learn sign language. I'm going to do my podcast every single week and I'm going to add another podcast to that every single week. And I'm also going to make YouTube videos and I'm going to make sure that I log in and I update all of my emails every single day because I love looking at emails. I'm going to make sure that I stay on top of my PlayStation 4 and that I play every single game. I'm going to read 45 books a month. I'm going to do all of these things. You end up getting overwhelmed and by literally Valentine's Day, you've given up on everything. Instead, focus on, I would say three, focus on three to five main priorities that you want to have. Make your list, take your list, take a blank piece of paper, put 20 things on them, then get it down to either five or three things that you can focus on this year. Let those be your intentions. Let those be your goals and flesh them out. Once you've figured out what your goals are going to be, literally give yourself milestones. Find out how you're going to be accountable for it. Give yourself check-ins. Give yourself pulse checks. Continue to educate yourself. And if you fall down, it's okay. Just pick yourself back up. So let's check back on this. Where are you? Do you need to get back on track? Then let's keep the conversation going. I kind of like talking to you guys. I'm just saying. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast again, new format for me this year. And then again, welcome, welcome, welcome new listeners. We're on iTunes now. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right. So I wanted to share with you guys some new upcoming announcements that we have going on on the podcast. So now that we're on iTunes and we're expanding a lot more, don't worry if I still have any of my Android listeners on SoundCloud, I got you. I got you. Coming up, I'm going to be working to see if we can get approved for Google to be put in the Google Play Store. I'm trying to figure out how it works on Android systems since I'm more familiar with iOS. But I got you. Coming soon. Okay. 
Till then, continue to listen on SoundCloud or wherever else you get your podcasts from. So we've got some new things in the works this year. So this year on Me and a Mike, it's going to be a new finance podcast. So a lot of you guys already know that I put up a money blog, a finance blog from my years of working in the finance industry. I put that on my blog. So now I'm just going to actually turn those same entries, those same blog entries into an actual podcast. Just because I know some people will prefer to hear things versus like sitting down and reading a blog every week. And if that's how I can kind of expand more people's knowledge about managing their finances and getting them on that debt-free journey with the rest of us, then I'm willing to do that. So it's going to be called The 800 Club. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. And again, it's going to be coming soon down the pipeline. I'll let you guys know exactly when the first episode is going to air, where you can find it, and how to look up that new podcast. Our second podcast that we've got coming down the pipeline this year is my new entertainment podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This was I was actually going to have... Um, literally guest commentators coming in and creating podcasts for us. We're going to be doing interviews, everything like that. We're going to be doing joint ventures where you're going to hear me have a conversation with a friend, family member, a content writer, anything um, about entertainment. And we're going to focus a lot on like movies, web shows, TV shows, things that we hear, just anything entertaining. So the first one coming up is going to be on drum roll, please. Aquaman and the DCEU. I literally cannot stop talking to people about Aquaman. I won't say anymore. I won't say anymore. I won't tell you if I like it or if I hate it. I will leave that for the podcast. Make sure you stay tuned and I'll let you guys know exactly when that's going to be coming down the pipeline. Also make sure that you follow me on my any of my social media. So social is going to be Facebook, Double Digit Diva, or you can catch me on Instagram, the Double Digit Diva. Um, but I do need a new name for my entertainment podcast. If you have any ideas, make sure you email me, the double digit diva at gmail.com. I can't wait to get the conversation started with you. Again, we're available on SoundCloud and iTunes, and I had so much fun rocking with you guys tonight. I hope you had fun with me. Peace.